What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 52. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And uh, I am uh, pretty excited about this episode. I know. It's been a while. We've been waiting for this premiere for quite some time. Yes, almost a year. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm ready to uh, get preaching. What? (laughs) Sounds good. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Sorry, I just I I just had to go there. <laughs> yep. Hey, I'm all about the pun. <laughs> okay, so I, I was first. I, I was a little I was a little surprised because I watched absolutely nothing up to the premiere on Sunday and knew nothing about. I didn't even watch. I didn't watch Sunday on Sunday. I just had it recorded because I was busy. And then Monday I noticed that my DVR was recording something. And I was like, oh, well, what the hell is it recording? Mm-hmm. I had no clue. And then when I I turned it on and I saw, oh, it's recording another pre-trip. So I was like, oh, are, we're getting two? Right. Oh, I was, man, I was in I was in. Well, heaven. I saw it on Facebook where it said, you know, all new episode tonight, Encore. And it said like, Encore episode at... Eight o'clock, and then mm-hmm. new all new episode at uh, nine. And I was like, "Wait a minute, is this from today, or is this? Did it have? Is this for next week or something? Because it didn't show a date when it was posted." Yeah. And then you texted me and said two episodes. I'm like, "Oh, I guess so." Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was really good news because nothing better than a preacher episode than two preacher episodes. Yes, and it man, this show, I love this show. Last year, and I think you you were telling me that last season's episode what didn't have anything to do with the comic books. It was kind of like the pre-story before the comic books. Yeah, I think it kind of, you know, was? maybe there was some of this story like that came as flashbacks or something. I don't know. But I kind of was just looking, because when it started, I knew nothing about Preacher. I'm nothing about the graphic novel, nothing about yeah. the and characters. Right here with you. I know absolutely nothing about the comic book stuff other than what I, I've seen on TV. And with this series. Yeah. That, that is it. And I was just kind of confused. So I just was trying to look up to kind of figure out, like, the cowboy episode. Because, you know, I was doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, where he was reliving that day over and over. And just kind of figuring out who he is and what what this is that is in Preacher. Mm-hmm. And in that, it kind of had, like, the first comic where the town blows up. But it blows up. When he gets Genesis, like Genesis causes the explosion. Okay. So, the first page, the town blows up pretty much. So this was kind of like just kind of giving more backstory, and you, I think, kind of learning more about the story mm-hmm. and the characters and like where they're coming from, and just to let people kind of know what's going on. And so here, this season is like this is where the because like the comic book starts with the three of them on the road. Yeah, and, and, every, and like a lot of places where they stopped at, you know, people were watching the TV because they were talking about the town that blew up. Right. Yeah. Which was which was really cool, and you know, and last last season, I mean, it, it just was, happened. Yeah, it just happened, and you know, and you look at the way TV is now, and it, it was, it, I would think that that would be a pretty kind of ballsy, gutsy thing to say, hey, we're gonna we got eight episodes, we're going to do kind of a pre-story right. before the comic book ever got get started. And we believe in it enough and think that it's going to be great to where we're going to be back and we're going to be able to 
start the story mm-hmm. for the uh, yeah. season two. And it went over so well that they got, what, 13 episodes? Yeah. 13 right. episodes this year? So, and if the next 11 episodes are anything like these first two episodes, it's going to be awesome. Well, I think what this show does very well is walk that fine line of gore. Yes. And out being out there and just being, you know, stuff you would never, it's like you you know something is going to come. Like something mm-hmm. weird is about to happen. But then whatever actually happens is something I didn't think that would. Mm-hmm. That, oh, they went there. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> they they taught, thought, you know, it's like they went to where I thought they would and then they like jumped Mm-hmm. another mile ahead and then went there. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and so it's like, you're always surprised at what's going to happen. And I have to say that cowboy following you, like just him walking and you, you like mm-hmm. see him way back there, just slowly and uh-huh. steady, always there. Mm-hmm. No matter how fast you run, it's like that bad dream you always have <laughs> when someone's chasing you. And I mean that, and the music that they play with him, it's just like, whew, I'm going to have nightmares on this. This, yeah. is gonna, this is creep factors, you know, dialed up to 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I love the the three main actors mm-hmm. that, that they have. I mean, I think their their chemistry together is is awesome. It's like I, I was sitting here as I was watching those first two episodes, and I started thinking, I know that thinking of forward to our big five questions and my favorite character and all that. It's like, it's like, I like all three of these and I know I can't pick the preacher cause it's like his show and he's mm-hmm. the star. So then it falls to, you know, to Tulip and Cassidy and they're both great at, at what they do and what they bring to this little trio. Right. And, oh, it's. Well, and they're just, and they're so different mm-hmm. and their personalities are so different, but yet when they come together, it's just work. I mean, it works. Yeah. Like, I mean, Preacher is, you know, very serious. He's, you know, has this genesis inside. Mm-hmm. And so he's got a, this weight on him. And, you know, he kind of likes to plan it out. Tulip, she's just like, you know, can kick it. Like, you know, she looks like she's small, mm-hmm. but yet she yeah. can kick some ass. And she's tough. Like, she might look sweet on the outside, but she's tough. <laughs> Tough as nails. And Cassidy, he's like the wild card. Yeah. I mean, you never yeah. know. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah. He, he tends to uh, just want to have fun. Yeah. He's the... Uh, That's what he's good at. His mis- skill set. Mr. Said. Good Time. Yeah. You know, he's just looking for drugs or booze or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, hotel killing of angels, <laughs> yeah. you know, over and over. He's all for it. Um, but I, I like how, like, each one of the three kind of have their their own you know kind of story mm-hmm. of people after them because you kind of found out from the first one the first episode this season obviously the cowboy is after the preacher because of genesis and all that right. and then in the second episode you kind of see that there's somebody who is not really after tulip was looking for her. But is looking for her, and that person, I mean, obviously, he's probably mixed in with the, the casinos and 
probably gangster, mobstery kind of guy in New Orleans, which happens to be the next stop that they're going to for... I have a theory. I think she's married. You think she's married? Because in, cause in episode two, Preacher proposed and they were going to get married at the casino. And then right. she... And, and then she got weird when she saw that guy. Yeah. And then has the whole thing with him. And then she comes back and says she doesn't want to. And I'm like, I, I feel like she might be... Married to that guy. I, I forgot what his name was. Mm-hmm. Victor or... I, I can't remember. I wasn't paying Dom, attention. I can't remember. But I think that... Um, that's my thing. Because then she was all weird about getting married. Mm-hmm. And it could be something different. Because every time I think it's something, it's something totally different. But that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, maybe she's married to that guy that's looking for her. Yeah. And so, so you have her kind of deal going on. And then you have the vampire killers... And I can only assume that sometime during these this season. Yeah, because you saw them first episode, and that was it. Yeah, that we're, that they're going to come across them at at some point. Right. And so I'm kind of excited to see to see that as well as they're all three on this quest to find God, mm-hmm. who I guess likes jazz or loves, loves jazz. He loves jazz. He loves jazz. I mean, he was going to a hole in the wall strip club. To listen to jazz. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then it's like even like in the first episode where they go to that other man of God's house and he's got the girl in a cage and you're like, oh, dude, mm-hmm. what is this guy doing? And you find out this is how he's getting her off <laughs> of electronics. And that's why yeah. she wanted their phone. Because she was addicted to mm-hmm. her phone and Instagram and all this <laughs> stuff. And it's like, oh my gosh. And he's talking about that's how he ministers. And then this woman that was at the strip club is, you know, oh yeah, she's been in the cage a couple times. And it was like, just the personalities. And, and I like how, you know, when when um, Jesse and Tulip were in there talking with the uh, head lady at the, the strip club in, in her office... And she throws down the old, you know, the, the lawyer card, you know, our uh, confidentiality. Oh, uh-huh. Bullshit. At a strip club? <laughs> At a strip uh, yeah. club. Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I can't tell you why why he was here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole time they're having this conversation, which, love, love this, the monitor, little TV screen in the background had... Cassidy going and getting a lap dance and got a little too handsy because of this three second rule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Tulip's like, it's not food that falls on the floor. Yeah. And he's like, everybody knows the three second rule. You can touch it for three seconds. Yeah. And so then they, they get in a fight with the, the bouncer or whatever. And uh, he gets his gun out and then the shot goes off. Cause it's, it's, it's one of those things where you were saying earlier, there's, you you know what you think is going to happen, but then something extra happens. Like so, something you didn't even think of. Yeah. So as they're because you know because Jesse and Tulip are having this conversation with the headmistress or or whatever at the, at the strip club, and as they're talking and all this, I'm sitting here watching the screen because I'm waiting for you know Cassidy to you know va- vampire out and just you know kill the guy. But he, he never does, so he's using some kind of self-control a little bit. And the guy gets out his gun, and the gun goes off. And 
I didn't see this coming at <laughs> yeah. all. And the gun goes off, the bullet goes through the wall, and hits the lady that, that they were talking to. Mm-hmm. And it's just those kind of little moments and things that you... Yeah, because you knew something was going to happen. Yeah. Did you see those screens back there? So you're like, mm-hmm. well, you're not seeing those for nothing. Yeah. And then the fight and all that. And I even like the conversation that Tulip and uh, Preacher is having. You know, like, uh-huh. should I use a Genesis on her? No. I said, I hate it when you do that. But Tulip's- she's not answering my questions. <laughs> I think I should use it. And, you know, and, she, and they have this whole conversation. The lady's like, hey, come Come, come here. You know, and, she's... <laughs> you know, and then Tulip, Tulip gets in there and says something like, do, do you want me just to, you know, whoop her ass? Yeah. Well, I'll, be more than, I'll be more than happy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you would rather do that than me use Genesis? And he's like, I don't want you to smoke hay in their brain or something. Mm-hmm. Well, even if I, you know, try to, you know, tell her to forget about that so she doesn't know that we, that we were in there and just, no, no, no. But then, you know, also during these two episodes, we find out that... The more Jesse uses Genesis, that's how the cowboy is. Yeah, it's kind is of like finding out where he is. Yeah, of this is where I'm at. So, so you never. So that's how he keeps finding them, mm-hmm. so, and he knows where he's been and who he's talked to, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then he also, we also found out in these first two episodes, we found out who the cowboy was was like the saint of killers. Mm-hmm. Which and, I think you, I think that they kind of talked about it at the end of season one mm-hmm. when the angels went there to get him. Yeah, because the angels were the ones that got him, put the you know the bounty on Jesse to to kill Jesse and to kill Genesis or right. however that that works. Um, but then you Jesse finds out that they that one of the cowboys, the only one that's still alive now, well. Was. Not the cowboy, the angels. Not, yeah, the angels. That, sorry, he always wore the cowboy hat. So yeah, that's true. But I guess it was Texas, so everybody wears a cowboy hat here oh, yeah, in Texas. Definitely. Oh, they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but so so Jesse finds out that they're yeah, the ones they that kind of that, put see, the hit on Jesse. and They, they see that guy, the angel on t- TV, <laughs> because he's Ganesh. Ganesh. <laughs> at this uh, casino. Yeah, Ganesh, like uh, some kind of. I, I guess I assume the people in the crowd assumed that he was like a magician. Yeah, that this was a trick. <laughs> like he's doing something. Mm-hmm. And um, loved you know, it. Loved every so because he kind of started by accident because he was killing himself. Because angels, as we know from season one, mm-hmm. when they die, they just come back. Yeah, their body is the, still there. The body stays, but they just come. But back. But they come back. Yeah. So you know, after his quote-unquote, best friend was killed. You know, he kind of mm-hmm. went into a major depression, and he kind of finds this casino, and <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, starts killing himself. Like, I don't know if he's trying, you know, if he it's because he wants to give up mm-hmm. or if he just wants to feel something. You yeah. know, it's something, because he knows he's coming back to life. Mm-hmm. and And so then he does it in... At this show where he electrocutes himself. Because, I mean, he just has this plain look on his face. And everybody thinks... Because then he comes back out. And everybody thinks, like, oh, my gosh. This is the greatest trick we've ever seen. Wow. Mm -hmm. So then he becomes this huge thing. And they actually see a commercial for him. And they're like, hey. And see, and that was one of the things, like, it was on, like, the the TV, like, in the hotel room. Mm -hmm. And it's... You saw the commercial and you saw the... 
the per- the back of the person's head, and they started turning around, and then they cut to something else. I go, I I wonder if somebody, whoever that was, it's it's going to play a role. Yeah, and, I thought and, the same thing. Yeah. it's kind of like they did it on purpose. You know, you can kind mm-hmm. of sense it that it's like okay, they're not showing his face on purpose because they did it twice, and then yes. they show Cassidy mm-hmm. see his face and recognize it. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's like they just show you enough so you don't know that it's him. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of show this backstory, and then you're like, oh, that's it. I mean, and just the going out there, him killing himself, like him actually getting sawed in half, and then they put the thing out and his guts flop <laughs> out. And the people cheer. Thought it was great. Like, this and is the like, awesomest trick. And they're like wearing like... SeaWorld splash ponchos, <laughs> you know, in the front row. As they get the, cha- the chainsaw out. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my gosh. So uh, so obviously the people in the crowd thought this was fake. They, they I mean, Obviously they I mean, did. But it's it, it was gross as, you know, us, the viewer of the show, watching this, knowing that, uh, that's really... I mean, uh, they have to know it's something. Because it looks... I mean, when someone's guts plop out, and you're sitting that close... Uh, who knows? Maybe they thought that it was, you know, like... I mean, Pig intestines or, or something like that. Maybe. Maybe. But when you blow your head off, and you get covered in brains... Who knows? I think people are just sick. I think in the show... And they've showed it plenty of times before. People are just sick. Mm-hmm. Remember the guy who owned the the meat factory? Just oh. sick. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. So, yeah, they find him and they're like, hey, you can tell us who this guy is. And you, they, that's when they find out that he's the one who hired him mm-hmm. to kill Genesis. Because you can't be trusted. And they leave thinking that, because Cassie has his... Cassie's good old fun time afternoon with... Which was hilarious. I know. How many, like, drugs and the things that they were doing. It was... That was right up. And it's like Cassie goes, I need two hours and 45 minutes. Right. And it, like, like That's what I need to to uh, work to this out. Yeah, yeah. I can convince him. I need two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> He's just up there but making drugs. Right. Doing drugs. <laughs> And he was, and he was happy for that mm-hmm. two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, and then you know, then they obviously they they figure out where do you go looking for God if he loves jazz, and then they figure out you go to New Orleans, mm-hmm. and Tulip is not too happy about going to New Orleans because this is where possibly her husband or yes yeah, or somebody there's going to be something is. It's probably going to be a lot more out there than just husband. It's probably going to be something even crazier. But um, I was, uh, uh, yeah, because he says New Orleans. And at this point, they think the angel is going to tell the cowboy to stop. Because they literally, he's the one who hired him. Mm -hmm. And and I was kind of on on this, on that same path thinking, thinking that, uh, I feel like the angel is going to tell him to stop because I just thought that, Man, the cowboy is like always there every time he uses Genesis. I mean, I like him using Genesis because, you know, it gets him out of situations. But then when he kind of 
you know, didn't get out of the, the deal with the cowboy or whatever. Because uh-huh. the cowboy, I mean, at stake for him is to see his family alive again. Mm-hmm. So he is hell-bent on killing Jesse in Genesis because of, you know, he lived in that yeah. nightmare. Right. That, I mean, how long? I mean, for ages. Mm-hmm. And come to find out that the the angel, he just he just wants to die because I think he misses his buddy. Well, and plus, you know, so he finds out when he uses Genesis, that's how the cowboy finds him. So he uses it on that guy to get the cowboy to go to the casino. And he mm-hmm. says, find peace. Now, I feel yeah. like when he's told him that, mm-hmm. that could have changed that guy's mind. Yeah, it very well could have. Because him, I feel like Jesse needs to be very specific. Have you not learned your lesson? Mm-hmm. Find peace? What does that even mean? You should have said, be happy. But or, find- or take one step back. I would have gone that super literal, super duper literal, and super duper tiny. Yeah, I would. I would have just said, take one step back, and that, that that's all. Because, like you, the whole you know, find peace. What does that even mean? It's like, it's like it the, means different. There to was everyone. things in like in the first season where he would say something, you know, like with Arseface, you know, go to hell, and he actually went to hell. It's you have to be careful on what you say and then it also kind of goes into how that person interprets it because it's like the the one guy in the first season where he had like his mom in florida or something and he goes down there and kills your heart yeah and rips out his heart to yeah it was literal and you don't know how people are going to take it and so even that bus driver that was kind of a child you know pedophile you know, he just yeah. said, forget it. But yeah, then like, it's like he didn't for, forget about his... Yeah, he said, for, forget forget about her. Mm-hmm. Well, he forgot about her, but he, did. he didn't forget that he was a pedophile and yeah. he loved little girls. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, it's like you have to... It's it's a... With great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, I think when he says, find peace, mm-hmm. it, it could have changed his mind. Because his find yeah. peace ended up being... I want to die. For yeah. real. Mm-hmm. I, I think that fine piece is... He was really concerned with Jesse using Genesis. Mm-hmm. And he he said it right there to the cowboy. He goes, I, 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 I don't want him to use it. But he's, he's just not going to stop. Right. So there was that. And then there was Because even if Jesse buddy. thinks he's doing it for good, he doesn't understand the power. Yeah. And, he, and I feel like he says... As much as Jesse wants to do good, it'll end up being bad. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to do something that he doesn't realize he's doing. Yeah. And, like, and, and I imagine when Jesse said, you know, find peace, he was probably just thinking, oh, this is this is harmless. Yeah, this this gonna, is a I'm harmless thing. Him... It's me using my power. Cowboy will show up. He'll tell him to stop chasing me, and everything will be fine. Yeah, so at this fine. point, he thinks he can use Genesis without any consequence. Yeah. Because at this point... Jesse and Tulip, because they leave immediately. Mm-hmm. So they, they're heading to New Orleans, and he thinks that the cowboy's going to be gone. Yeah. So he's not gone. And we didn't even mention the gun aficionado hotel. So, you know, Jesse's outside. Which was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Especially the, the little girl with the biggest gun. Oh, yeah. Like a <laughs> grenade launcher. <laughs> yeah. 
boom. <laughs> She's like, I'll take him out. I mean, I even think it was funny. The, you know, so you see the cowboy down the road, and you kind of hear the click mm-hmm. of his spurs. Yeah. And Jesse sees him coming, and, and he, it's it, and it's at night, and, and some middle that. of nowhere, probably Texas somewhere. Well, and plus, I loved how they had the street lights. So he like came into the light and was in the dark. Yeah, and was in the. I mean, just kind of how they shot that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And it kind of made it kind of seem like he was jumping forward almost. Mm-hmm. And Jesse's trying to use Genesis by telling him to stop, and he's not and he, stopping. And he keeps on coming, and uh, and that you know he shoots his gun, and it would have mm-hmm. killed him at that. I can't remember the name. It was somebody's old timey. <laughs> Uh, axle grease. Uh huh. <laughs> Hits the cowboy, and Jesse's like, "Oh, okay. Well, that was easy." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, the 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 truck pulled out right in front of Jesse. The guy driving it takes the bullet, mm-hmm. and then he loses control, hits the cowboy, and then hits the light pole. Right. And so Jesse's like, "Oh, okay, okay. Well, that, that's, I'm gonna go that's back over. inside now. I'm not even going to go look at it. I'm just going to go back inside." Yeah, and then. Everybody from the motel, that is not a hotel. Oh, no. Yeah. Motel. Mm-hmm. comes. No tell motel. Yeah. Running out with all their guns. And you see on the sign some, you know, conventions in town. The gun know. aficionados. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, man. Nothing good's going to come out of this. Except so. excellent television. <laughs> uh-huh. So, so that was awesome. Obviously, all those people die. Right. Yeah, don't get in the way of the cowboy because mm-hmm. he and his gun. Like even at the very beginning, we didn't really talk about the very first gun battle uh-huh. because you know they get stopped by the cops. Well, you know they are going to get pulled over, and then Tulip's like, "No, I'm gonna." And so they do this car awesome car chase, which, was, which is an awesome way to start the show. Oh yeah, I mean, it was great. And but then she runs out of gas because she said she's low on gas. Mm-hmm. Well, then the cops catch up and they get them and all this stuff and they're doing all this stuff and being jackasses and you know Cassidy making him getting out in the sun and mm-hmm. all this stuff and so then Jesse starts using his Genesis and then now he's kind of going a little bit over the top. Like, well, yeah, when he told that one guy to mace his balls. Yeah, and he's and just, he, and he, he's just sitting there like he's he, uh-huh. just. Just doing it. Not stopping, just that's Genesis has got him doing that, and that's just what he's doing, just sitting there macing his balls. Right. It was hilarious. And I thought it was awesome that he's like, sing Yellow Rose of Texas, and that guy's just singing. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, it, and then it became sad, because then the cowboy shows up, which you don't see him. You don't see, You just see somebody's body explode, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I mean, those bullets he has, man, those are some... Heavy-duty bullets. Well, again, they didn't know what kind of gun it was. I mean, it was putting holes through the the doors of the police cars. Oh, yeah. I mean, man, it was an awesome scene. And, you know, Cassie's over here trying to stay in the the shade. Mm -hmm. Underneath the vehicle. And, you know, and then that guy, his head gets, you know, rolled. His head gets popped. Yeah, it's like he gets (laughs) shot in the... Top half of his, you know, from like his nose up, explodes, mm-hmm. and then falls back. Oh, and then yeah, yeah I mean all that, <laughs> and then you know, Jesse's like, we need to siphon gas, and she's like, tulips, how the, how the f you want me to do that? And they look over at these intestines. And it's like, oh no, um, oh my god, 
Like, well, if you want your car, if you want your car. Yeah, she's like, I'm not leaving my car. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's only one thing to do then. And so you don't see her doing it. No. But <laughs> the car has gas, mm-hmm. and then she's got it all over her face. <laughs> and then she drives off. It's just hanging. It's just dangling uh-huh. out. I mean, and, and the, the sound, the the sound of the the intestine just hitting the road. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh man, it was so gross. But then they get to the gas station and they don't fill up with gas. Right. They go in there and get you know, I guess you know, snacks because she can't take the, the taste of blood. Oh, she got to get that which taste out. I, I I don't blame you. You were just sucking gas through somebody's intestine, and we all know what goes through an intestine. So all of that. All of that is horrible. <laughs> yeah. And then Cassidy has a little trick, I guess, to get, you know, blood taste out of your mouth. Well, he like, would know. He, well, yes, he would know. He is the expert when it mm-hmm. comes to this. And it is hot sauce and yoo-hoo. So there you go, guys, <laughs> to get that taste out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's hot sauce and yoo-hoo. So they get a whole bunch of you know that stuff, and Cassidy he sees a cat because you know he's he needs got, got hit with shrapnel and says oh, it's a small wound. This cat should fix it. Mm-hmm. So you just That'll hear the little cat. <laughs> <laughs> Poor cat, and that guy that worked there. You know he oh. uses the power, and he says, "Forget, like pretend we're not here." Uh huh. And so literally, he's like, "The <laughs> tulip's like, okay, I'll take these." Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, well, fine, I'm going to take it then. <laughs> that poor guy then gets his tongue ripped out by the cowboy. Mm. Uh, it's like, it's not his fault. Mm-mm. It's not his fault. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the, the, the next episode. Because I would assume that they're going to be down in New Orleans. Right. Obviously, Jesse thinks he can use Genesis now because he thinks that it's probably over. But it's kind of like, what's he going to think once he uses Genesis and the cowboy shows back yeah, I mean, up? I mean, is, is, is he going to think that, obviously, the deal's still on? So, I, I I mean, but is that the one angel dead? I mean, I mean, he yeah, I'm probably sure won't they might know, know for a while, but it's like he's going to have to go back to not using, mm-hmm. not using it. And it's like, and there's this, a part where, like, Tulip's car had that bullet in it. And he took the bullet out and it burned him. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. how, how is, you know, Jesse going to take care of the cowboy? And since we've never read the comic book or any of that stuff, we don't know if he ever does. If it's just one of those things that's it's always out just there. kind of always, you know, on the run from that person, kind of like the, you know, like, you know, the A-team was, you know, yeah. with, with their guy and how the Hulk is with mm-hmm. the the general. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, definitely, I don't, I mean, it's not like he's going to be able to talk to him and, you know. No, because the cowboy, he knows he it, as soon as, as soon, yeah, as soon as, because he needs to kill him if he wants to see his family. Yeah, I mean, there, that's, there, what, that's no, his job. He's got a job to do and he's going to do it just so, I mean, he doesn't care. He doesn't know him. He doesn't. He's not yeah. going to sit down and have a beer with him before he shoots him. No, because he wants to see his family again. Right. He's so tired I, of seeing him skinned and dead. I mean, the only thing, I mean, I don't know. Unless he finds God and God tells him to stop. But even mm-hmm. then. And, and there might be more angels. I mean, you know, they had that girl, they, you know, with that huge fight scene in the season one. So there's other angels around. So. Yeah. I mean, she was a creepy looking angel. I'm glad she's dead. Yeah. 
So, I don't know. But I even like the part where they find out, you know, they actually see on the news mm-hmm. that the town got destroyed. Yeah. And then they kind of show a little bit different side because it's like, this is your, t- this is where you guys grew up. You know, mm-hmm. these people in this town, this whole town is gone. Because there, there, there was some, there were some characters in there that I really liked. Right. And, you know, and then so Tulip kind of talks about her, I don't know if it was like her uncle or who took mm-hmm. care of her. I don't think it was her dad. I think no, it was think somebody it was who was took like care her of her. Uncle, something like that. Yeah. Or just somebody who took care of her. But closest thing she had to family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, yeah, he's gone. I mean, that's it. You know, they're gone. That, you know, the the girl that, you know, and her kids that worked with. Um, at the church. Yeah, at the church mm-hmm. and stuff. And, you know, it almost seemed like it was almost kind of like a brother-sister relationship she had with him. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, that's. I kind of like how they took a moment where you could kind of see, like, you're actually, you know, this your town is gone. Mm-hmm. Your home is gone. Yeah. You can never go home again. And even if you had bad memories, you always have, you know, there's good memories there, too. But still, it's like, that's your family. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I kind of like how they took a moment to do do that. Because it's like, you know, you have, that's, that's big news to, to deal with. And, uh. But I know it's like when they originally heard it, they didn't have time to process it then because the cowboy was out there shooting. Mm-hmm. And there's oh, that yeah. one guy didn't have an arm, and then he went to go get a root beer. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and I was kind of confused on. I think the guy was in shock. Was he in shock? I'm is guessing he's it, in shock because he his his arm was blown off. Right. I think, and it was kind of like the shock and. Wanted a root beer and I, 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 I just want I just I don't want to deal with that right I, I now. Just, I just I, want a root I, beer. I just want a root beer. <laughs> and then he got a ginger ale. Yeah. <laughs> Cass is like ginger ale. It's good. It's good. Yeah. And then he uses Genesis. Mm-hmm. And then cowboy. Yep. Mm. He was so close. I mean, that was so so close. Mm-hmm. They just had a tiny little window to squeeze out of. And they got out of that thing quick. All three of them. Good thing they're all. Little people, <laughs> but I'm I'm so glad this the series is back, and I'm I mean, glad so, that it's we refreshing because got... it's so different than anything else on TV. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, even if it's comic book or graphic novel, I mean, it's so different than anything else. And it's I mean, yeah, kinda... it's not. It's it's. I think one of the things that makes it different is uh, you know it's on a cable network, AMC. Mm-hmm. So it's not on one of the the big four stations like you know Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS yeah, it's not kind on of network thing. television. So yeah, you have so, a little bit more leeway with what you can do and what you can show and mm-hmm. and all that. And I, but also the the story and the writing to this is so good, right? I mean, it's like I'm I'm sitting here watching these two episodes and thinking the story, the story they jam packed so much in is awesome, and and it's like I, I could sit here and continue to watch it, and every time you know, like when the when the episode's over and the credits come up, you go, "Damn it!" What? Mm-hmm. It's I, like I, it goes I, by I, so fast. It's like I, I want, I want more, but yet there's, you know, it's like with, you know, I don't mean to bring up Gotham, but Gotham is not like that. Gotham drags on. Those stories are are horrible, and then, you know, from time to time, you know, some of those other network shows that they, they kind of feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like the writing's just not. It's just not the same, and I don't right. understand. Why, like, you know, this show 
And then you also have, you know, like Breaking Bad and... and well, I mean, I think it's definitely just, different, it's, you know, different budgets, different networks, different, you know, it's a nine o'clock show on cable, so you can get away with a lot more. You can push the line a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so you get writers and people that want to work on this that want to push the envelope and want to, hey, what can we get away with? Mm-hmm. You know, what can we do? And, and like with network shows, you just can't because there's just so much more liability, yeah. especially when your show comes on at seven. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't, mm-hmm. there's so much stuff you cannot do. And so you can't take it to that next level. I mean, your next level is what Preacher is already starting at. Mm-hmm. So, if not two levels. Right. Exactly. So, because you look at, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when they had their Ghost Rider one on, and that, and the Ghost Rider came on at, you know, Nine Central, mm-hmm. which was the the last time slot before the nightly news, and and they weren't at this level as far as like you know some of the the gruesome stuff. And they but, tried a little bit. And they yeah, tried they a little did. bit, but still, you know, like with you know a lot of the Flash and Arrow, you don't. I mean, there's not that much blood. I mean, when you get shot in the I mean, yeah, but I guess there's, you know, it's more than just the the blood and gore and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just, definitely. It's just, like, it's just, it's just the, the story itself. And it, they're they're just so good. Like the whole first season was great. These first two episodes were great. It's like I'm, I can't wait. And for the, and for they the keep next developing episode. characters. So it's like Tulip. You know, it's not only does she have this problem that she's dealing with. Well, now she's keeping it a secret from Jesse. Cassidy knows, or he knows something, mm-hmm. because he saw the dude in their hotel room. Yeah. And so now he's having to keep this secret. He's also keeping the secret from last season when uh-huh. him and Tulip got together. Uh-huh. She doesn't want Jesse to know. And, you know, she keeps talking about this side of Jesse that is a bad guy. And you get glimpses of it. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen full-out bad guy Jesse. No. So I have a feeling that at some point it's going to come out. Something's going to come out, and we might get to see another side of Jesse that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. So it's not only the layers that they've already built, but even knowing that there's more to these characters mm-hmm. that we don't even know. And so you're excited to know even more about these yeah. characters and yeah. build on what you already know. And so doing that is even is something different that you don't get in a lot of other shows. It's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a comic book genre graphic novel show, but it's more about the character development. And then they throw in kind of these off-the-wall, kind of gruesome kind of <laughs> just stuff, and that makes you kind of squint or look through your fingers or something like that, or, you know, some people, hell yeah, mm-hmm. kind of thing. <laughs> but, you know, but then, and then it's has its funny moments like the characters you know joking around about stuff and it's kind of like making it lighthearted. so it's like it it, it pulls in all these different kind of things into the story and that's what kind of just makes it interesting mm-hmm. and wanting to know more about it and I can't wait for next week because our face I want to see more about what happened to him what is yeah. his hell you know can he get back I mean yeah I mean how does how is he going to get out I would assume eventually he's got to he's got to get out somehow, some way. Yeah, maybe I, maybe he doesn't. I, yeah, but, and then even if he does, what is he going to do? Because now his entire family, home, everything he ever knew is, is gone. Yeah, the people who took care of him gone. So, 
He comes back and he's not going to have anybody. So it's... And plus, it's like, I feel like Jesse needs him because he was like his his conscience. Like, mm-hmm. he was the one who would ask the questions Jesse tries to ignore. Yeah. Like, and that's what, you know, got him shipped off yeah, to hell. And that's, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. that's going to be interesting to find out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Loved it. So... I think, I mean, I, I mean, we pretty much went through every, I mean, those two episodes. I mean, they went by super yeah. fast. Yeah, they did. And and like you said, it's like, I'm ready for next week already. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be, mm-hmm. I'm glad that this, you know, you get these shows kind of on the summer because it's like something to look forward to when you're like waiting the whole summer. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon we'll have Game of Thrones, which will be yeah, here and what? it's totally different, but just as good. Mm-hmm. And it's what, like seven episodes this year? Mm-hmm. Seven episodes this year, then six next year, and then, then that show is... It's, then it's done. Done and gone. But maybe oh, maybe by then HBO has their uh, Watchmen. Yeah, true. Up and, that could, that's... up and going. Or there's also the spinoffs of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. that they've talked about and stuff like that. But So I think that's it for this show, but next week we are taking off, is that correct? Yeah, I think we're going to, because I feel like we We're going to observe the 4th of July holiday? Yeah. yeah celebrate <laughs> our independence. By celebrating our independence away from the show. <laughs> but plus, I feel like it would be better to wait, and then we can talk about two more episodes. That way, mm-hmm. kind of have a little bit more to talk about. And then and then after that, it's going to be getting start getting busy, because there's three movies in July that we're going to be reviewing. Yeah, because the next, the next show that we come back and do will actually be... Spider-Man will be the review of Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. which I'm really looking forward to. I'm because finally, this, I'm looking forward to a movie that actually doesn't suck. Because Marvel has it, and this is, they and, had like the creative control And I feel like this, this is almost going to be the test to see if they can try to get some other ones. Like, I wonder if some people are kind of waiting to see how this one goes to see if it's worth it. Which, I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to blow it out of the water. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's going to... Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah, I don't have any doubt. And uh, I just want Fox to give up Fantastic Four is what I yeah. really want. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we want, but I don't know if we'll ever get it. Uh, yeah, we'll be long gone. Yeah, so we have. <laughs> so yeah, the next review is going to be Spider Man. Then it'll be Preacher. Another two episode Preacher. Two episode review of Preacher. Then we have <sighs> Planet of the Apes. That's war oh. for the planet of the apes. Okay, war of the planet of the apes. And I think that weekend is also the weekend the Game of Thrones starts. Yeah. So then the next one will be one preacher in a Game of Thrones. Yes. So then we'll have those two episodes to talk about. Then two we have bloody and gory shows yeah, there, man. man. <laughs> but they couldn't be more different. No. But just as good. <laughs> and then we have. Uh, then we'll be finishing our July movies with Balerian. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot more to the title that I can't remember. Yeah. Who, who knows? And so that one I'm kind of... I, I'm Well, the high point for the summer, Spider-Man. Definitely. I mean, the spring was Wonder Woman. High point is Spider-Man. And now then let's it's get just, through this so I can get to Thor. Is that the next one? Like the next one that we're both really anticipating? Yeah. Is that one before... Uh, yeah, Justice League. It, yeah, I think it's Thor, Thor and then Justice, Justice League, League and then Star Wars. Wars. I mean, there's, I mean, you also have, you know, Dark Tower. I know. Kingsman. I, 
I know. But as far as like the big ones that we're looking forward to, yeah, it's we're, we're, after Spider-Man Homecoming, it's Thor. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. You can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us at Twitter, at ScreenBeansPod. And you can also find us on Facebook, where you can friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. And you can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher. So I think that's about it. And we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Bye, guys. Bye.